0: The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market
1: and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, with Summer on the Horizon, we discuss the benefits of living a healthy, active lifestyle. So much more than just eating right and exercise. So listen close and learn more. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town and tell you what's new at Mother's Market. But first up, we're pleased to have Dr. Yaroslav Boblik with us. Dr. Boblik was educated in Melbourne, Australia and received his B.Sc. from the Department of Chemistry at Monash University and later his Ph.D., from the Department of Medicine at Monash University. He is an associate member of the Australian College for Nutritional and Environmental Medicine, a member of the Royal Australian Chemical Institute, and a chartered chemist. He was also a research fellow at the Salk Institute in La Jolla from 1985 to 1989. Dr. Boblik has published over 30 peer-reviewed studies and articles in the scientific journals and has presented over 40 scientific papers at research symposia. He is an inventor holding four patents, three of which are in the U.S. and one for a hydration solution held in 25 countries. He also has been a nutritional advisor to several elite athletes, including Olympic medalists and we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Phew. How are you?
0: I'm really well, thanks Kim.
1: Goodness, and I feel like this big right now talking to you, <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Uh, why don't we fill, uh, fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and your work before we get to today's show topic.
0: Okay, so um, that background was very much in drug development and uh, you know the, the sort of hard end of medical research. Um, What that doesn't cover is the fact that since doing that I really uh, have changed my focus very much to nutritional medicine. Um, I, you know, at the time when that I was a drug development scientist, I thought drugs were the future of medicine. I don't think that anymore. Mm. I think that nutrition is the future of medicine. Um, and so I've been working in that field now for the past 20 years. Um, came back to the United States in 2008 and have been working with a number of companies here, notably MRM, who we'll speak about today. Um, developing uh, cutting-edge nutritional products, um, including our hydration technology, um, really from the point of view of uh, you know giving people the best possible tools for managing their well-being, and and really that's my mission.
1: I think this is fascinating and uh, so timely from where we are going. So thank you so much for being here; it's an honor. Um, what is the definition of an active lifestyle?
0: So. The the products that we we like to uh, work with at MRM are aimed at giving people an active lifestyle, and we see that as a lifestyle where you wake up in the morning fully vital. You um, you know can't wait to get out of bed. You want to get on with your day, and at the end of your day, at the end of your work day, because let's face it, most people you know have a job and 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 work a, a hard day. Um, what we don't want is for people to come home and just flop on the couch and that's, you know, the extent of their energy reserves and they've they've given it all to their workplace and now they have nothing left for their family. That That's not an active lifestyle. An active lifestyle is when you come home from work and you can maintain a level of energy, you know, you can... Um, do stuff with your kids. You can uh, take the uh, the time to exercise yourself. You can make the effort to go out and buy some high quality food, and you know, cook a freshly cooked meal each night. I mean, these are the things that we need to do in order to be healthy. And then at the end of that, you go to sleep and you know, sleep a, a solid night's sleep, and wake up in the morning and do it all over again. That's an active lifestyle. Um, it's, not the, it's not the struggling uh, with energy all day to just make it to the end of the day and then falling in a heap because that's really not doing anyone any good.
1: Um, I have so many questions in my head right now. <laughs> Going um, and it, it really a lot of it has to do um, with the continent that you live in too. I would imagine that has a lot to do with. Your I, I, I
0: think it certainly informed my you know my worldview um, coming here to the United States. And you know, I mean, when I first arrived in the '80s, um, there was a notable difference between Australia and the United States. Unfortunately, we have adopted most of you know the, the bad habits of this culture, mm-hmm. um, which has included becoming, I think now the second most obese nation on Earth, mm. which is not a good thing. No. So the, the image of the sun-bronze Aussie um, <laughs> is not something that actually plays out very often in reality anymore, unfortunately, and we need to you know, work to get that back. Um, I mean, here in California, I think we see a slightly different slice of American life than you know, the rest of the country. But, um, but by and large, people are not leaving these active lifestyles. I mean, they're managing if they can, but you know, they're paying the price with obesity and all of the diseases that come from that, and then ultimately, you know, a shortened uh, health span. Uh, one of the things we're talking a lot about with MRM is is health span and lifespan. So, you know, you have a lifespan and and the government tells us they're very pleased that you know that's been going up, um, that that we're getting you know we're living to an older and older age. But you know how much of that is health span? How much of that life do we actually spend healthy and fully vital? Mm. And I think. What we really need to be working at is making health span equal lifespan.
1: Mm, and that's a, a very good point. Why do so many people seem to fall short of reaching this goal of the active lifestyle?
0: Well, I think there's just a couple of simple things that are missing from, from most people's regime. Um, you know, I think unfortunately a lot of people make poor dietary choices, you know, so we need to help. Them with that, and there's two ways to do that. One's education for making better dietary choices; the other one is supplementation to fill in the gaps. Um, there, you know, there are some lifestyle issues around, you know, not getting enough sleep and not getting enough exercise, and really, the only person that can do anything about that is the individual. And then there's this issue of hydration, and it's been my personal passion for the last 20 years. Um, certainly, the focus of all of my 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 own R and D. Um, has been on this issue of hydration and by that I don't just mean drinking a bit more water I mean making that water work at every level in the body right down to the cellular level because the water in our body has the job of taking all the nutrients into our cells but also washing all of the waste products out of our cells and so hydration is when that function is, is operating you know at highest fidelity and you know, there are some things we can do to, to, to assist with that. Certainly drinking more fluid is one, um, but many of the mechanisms get damaged over time due to neglect. And so um, what we've developed is a formulation that actually resets some of the deficits that accumulate over time. Hmm. Um, and that's our hydration factor product. And it really resets your thirst reflex. It makes you thirsty at the appropriate times. It, it helps the water function in your body more effectively um and um you know getting properly hydrated is a is a huge part of this active healthy lifestyle
1: and so you train people how to yeah hydrate properly i guess that's what you're you
0: it, it absolutely it's absolutely a um it's a habit it's, it's you know it's partially habitual things i mean it's partially just your sort of day-to-day business of you know we're all walking around here with bottles of water in our hands and that's yeah. great but a lot of people don't do that, you know, and a lot of people reach for the wrong sorts of beverages when they are thirsty, sodas and and caffeinated beverages. And at the end of the day, they reach for the, you know, the alcoholic beverages and all of these things, you know, they have some fluid. That's a good thing. But unfortunately, they have components like caffeine and alcohol Um, that serve to dehydrate us. So unless we're addressing that with an appropriate intake of hydrating beverages, we don't end up with a a balance by the end of the day.
1: What can cause inadequate hydration and how does it affect our day?
0: Well, I mean, there are a number of factors. Um, Not drinking enough fluid, Mm -hmm. hydrating fluid is is obviously first and foremost. Eating a, a, a diet of primarily processed foods will also do it because we do get a lot of water in the natural and fresh foods that we should be eating if we're eating them. So if we're eating a diet full of fresh vegetables and, and and these sorts of things, we'll be getting some water there. If we're eating primarily processed food and fast food, we're missing out on the water that would normally be in our food and we need to repair that, that gap or address that gap. Um, and typically when we buy processed foods and fast foods, we combine that with beverages that don't address that gap. So we're actually getting a, you know, a two punch. Um, then we've got all sorts of environmental factors, uh, you know, fluorescent uh, lights, um, mm. air conditioned environments, um, you know, electromagnetic radiation. Um, there's some evidence that, that uh, you know, a lot of the pharmaceutical drugs that we consume um, have an effect on hydration mechanisms. So there's a whole lot of factors that are of mitigating against us maintaining optimal hydration,
1: and that, you know what those we wouldn't even think about. You know, with the fluorescent lights, but uh, again, the processed foods too have so much um, salt in them too. So yeah. that makes us one. Um, what would be a direction, some direction for people to uh, reaching a balance in their eating habits?
0: So, I mean, to me, you know, diet seems to have been incredibly mystified by so many people, and I think it's incredibly simple. You know, there are some macronutrients that we need to consume on a daily basis, fat, protein, carbohydrate and water. You know, these are the macronutrients. I mean, we really need to think of water as a key nutrient because it satisfies all the definition, all the requirements of a definition of a nutrient. Then there are a bunch of micronutrients which, you know, if you're eating a a good uh, balanced diet of fresh fruits and vegetables and, you know, minimal amounts of animal products and so on, then you're going to get all of those micronutrients, um, and that's that's a good diet. Um, when you choose to, um, you know, eat processed food, when you choose to eat fast food, when you eat out, you know, you can perhaps lose the fidelity of of that good diet, and that's when some supplementation. Can help particularly with the micronutrients, uh, making sure that you know a, a simple multivitamin, for example, or if you know that you have particular things that you don't eat that you know contain key nutrients, like you don't have enough food that contains vitamin D, you should take a vitamin D supplement. You know, if you don't have enough foods that contain iron, then you should have an iron supplement. You know, so that's a relatively simple, I think, equation to do, but. Um, it's it seems to be something that people find very challenging,
1: right? But um, following those guidelines um, to fill in with the macronutrients, what would you uh, what would be a solution to getting a balance of these nutrients into their diet? And I think you said supplement maybe. Well,
0: I mean, the the key thing is a good diet. Mm-hmm. So you know, constructing a good diet. Now, you know, for me that means making fresh food out of raw food. Um, as often as you possibly can and and that's challenging when you come home from work and you don't have the energy to do that Mm -hmm. so you know we have a a downward spiral potentially when people don't have the energy to even make good food choices or you know they're rushing around at work and they're and they're eating fast food because that's all they have time to do so you know it's it's a lifestyle kind of decision process but um, once you've made that lifestyle decision then you know you do a little calculation in your head I mean look back on the last week how many times did you sit down to a meal that you yourself cooked from raw food? Mm -hmm. and you know if it's 27 hang on seven times 28 meals Mm -hmm. um then you know you're doing really really well better than most uh if it's if it's 20 meals then you know there's a there's a shortfall there and how are you going to fill in the gap Mm -hmm. and supplementation is a good way of doing it another good way of doing it is redoubling your efforts the next week to do better and I think everyone can do that without necessarily having to revert to supplementation. But supplements, are, you know, they're, they're great, they're simple, they're straightforward, they're inexpensive, they're you know, guaranteed quality, and they really are a very good way to ensure that we get all of our requirements.
1: Well, this is really interesting information, and right now we need to take a quick break, but more with Dr. Bobelik in just a moment. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click on the link for radio and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Dr. Boblik. And we're talking about how to maintain an active lifestyle. But first of all, I, I we were just talking a little bit off there here. What is your personal testimony?
0: Okay, so um, I you know, trained to be a drug development scientist. I actually trained to be a neuroendocrinologist, and then ended up in drug development science. Um, and and you know, really believed in the medical profession in the medical system to be the way that I would address all the you know, personal health challenges that, that I may be faced with. And when I was faced with a relatively minor one, um, I found that the medical profession really didn't have very much to offer me in terms of solutions. And so I started looking elsewhere, you know, scientist inquiring mind, hmm. um, you know, is there another answer? And I really, um, I, I was compelled by what I found out about diet and nutrition, and took that into my life, made a big difference to my personal well-being, and um, you know changed the amount of exercise that I was doing quite dramatically, um, and and that culminated with me working towards running a marathon. Mm. So I trained for a marathon for almost a year and was having terrible problems with hydration, funnily enough, and that's actually the event in my life that that really triggered my interest in hydration. Um, I met. Um, another researcher in that field, we worked together and developed the formulation that subsequently became our patented formulation that's now um, in the hydration factor. And uh, it was a really transformative experience for me because it made me realise that um, using simple tools, uh, tools that I can buy at the grocery store, hmm. um, I can actually take control of my wellbeing. And I think that's, you know, I think that's a bit pretty compelling um, kind of realization for someone that comes from that medical background, and you know, it ought to be a realization for everybody because I think we so often put our well-being in the hands of the medical professionals around us. And while you know, honestly, if if I was you know, and I hope this never happens, involved in a you know you know traumatic accident and taken to the emergency room, you know, I want the very best of modern medicine to put me back together. But in terms of keeping me well, I think. A holistic, complementary approach is is far better in terms of prevention, and the core of prevention is is good nutrition.
1: And wow, that's very compelling. And I think uh, you say actively, but that also does everything mentally too. I think that's Absolutely. the whole package. Yep. Wow. Thank you for sharing that, Doctor. That's right. um, is there any? Are there any other ideas in the, their lifestyle of nutrition that can be falling short?
0: Well, we t- we talked before about micronutrients, and mm-hmm. you know that we get those primarily from our fruit and vegetable diet and when we're missing them there, we can get them through supplementation. I touched much earlier about um, macronutrients and and one of the ones that I think is beginning the most press lately is protein. Um, I think there's been a resurgence in our understanding of how important protein content of foods and pro- our protein intake is—it's a macronutrient, so we need to take in large amounts of it. So it's not practical to take it in in encapsulated form. We either need to be eat proteinaceous foods, which you know is is uh, relatively easy to do. It's not hard to get quality protein in your diet, but sometimes it's not convenient to do it, and that's where protein supplements, I think, um, fill the bill beautifully. Um, whether they be animal protein, so whey protein, egg white protein, these sorts of things, or vegetable proteins, which we've been working on a lot lately at MRM, and and really I think have cracked the code on what makes a good vegetable protein supplement in terms of combining different vegetable proteins to get a complete protein um, supplement, a complete protein food. And I personally use them every day. I mean, my breakfast is a you know is a vegetable or whey protein shake because nice. uh, it's it's simple, it's quick. I know that I'm getting, you know, a third of my daily requirement in protein. Um, You know, I'm now 55 years old. I need to worry about loss of lean muscle. Um, You know, one of the ways of keeping that on board is exercising. But exercising without adequate protein intake, it's not going to work. So you know that's I think something we need to be you know, quite mindful of and, and it's certainly getting a lot more traction uh, these days in, in, the, in the mass media that, that protein is something that people need to attend to much more carefully than, than they did in the past. Um, and then if you get serious about this active lifestyle, you'll want to exercise you know more than you probably are and uh, with a bit of luck you'll get to like it Mm -hmm. Um, because um, exercising just for the sake of exercising is pretty tiresome but exercising doing something that you really enjoy um, is you know it it just it's it's a great way to spend some time every day Um, my personal passion is mountain bike riding Mm. so I do that every weekend that I can And um, when you get to that level, then you start thinking about perhaps some exercise-related supplements, so some pre-workout supplements, certainly making sure that straight after the workout, you're getting adequate amounts of nutrition to replenish what you've used through the workout, and absolutely making sure that you've got adequate hydration before, during, and following the exercise. Um, particularly if you're exercising you know in a condition where you're going to be losing a lot of body water.
1: Now, okay so what kind of um, of supplement would that mean? so when you say uh, pre-workout um, supplement or do you have a pre or a af- like after supplement, supplement?
0: well you know it, it can be as simple as as um, making sure that you're getting uh, some fluid and some carbohydrate oh, okay. um, you know before a workout or a a dedicated specialist pre-workout supplement and they're fantastic i mean uh, again mrm has one called driven that we we use and uh, recommend to everyone and it you know contains a bit of caffeine and it's got some carbohydrate in there and you know you take it as a it's a drink mix so you take it in a large volume of water so you're getting your requirement of hydration you're getting your requirement of of uh, additional energy Mm -hmm. and you're getting some caffeine to give you that that zing and actually Mm -hmm. just make the exercise more enjoyable and then afterwards you can do I mean it can be anything from you know chocolate milk to again dedicated post-workout properly formulated um, uh, you know shakes and and these sorts of things I mean the protein powders that we talked about earlier can be certainly used post-workout to replenish the protein there's a relatively short window after exercising intensively where it's ideal to replenish that protein mm-hmm. um, and carbohydrate and get that back into the muscles. Um, so you know these are these are somewhat timing issues. So it's it's not like you can go out for a run and then three hours later decide to you know reload. That's you've missed the window. The window, window, is, closed. The window yeah. is closed. You need to do it straight afterwards. And that's why I think prepackaged packaged um, you know products that are convenient and easy to transport and they can be there in your gym bag or, you know, be there in your car when you get back from your mountain bike ride like I do. You take them straight down and you know that you've, you've put back what the exercise took out.
1: Okay, that's great. What are some solutions to optimise to, uh, to getting back on track or getting to an active lifestyle if you've been away from it for a while?
0: Yeah, it's, it's um, I, think, I think it's will mm. is the first thing. I think you just need a will to to want to do it because um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've been ra- away from it for a long for a long time, um, then you know I can guarantee you the first time you exercise won't be enjoyable and won't be pleasant, and you probably regret it for two or three days afterwards <laughs> okay. if you've done it properly. Right. Um, but you know there comes a time when you know the gains you know really start start becoming worthwhile because you start experiencing them through the rest of your day. Mm. So, you know, that 20 minutes or half an hour of, you know, pushing yourself a little bit and it could be it could be as simple as parking at the opposite end of the, at the car park at the grocery store instead of right next to the door right. and making the effort to, you know, do the walk and then carry the groceries back. I mean, that, you know, some little incidental exercise like that can be a great place to start changing the mindset around you know, uh, having an active lifestyle, Um, you know, looking at at these people that are, you know, out running the beach every morning and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and only eat, um, you know, uh, wheatgrass shakes or whatever. I mean, that's an extreme and, you know, maybe it's something to aspire to, but an active lifestyle can be really as simple as just adding in some incidental exercise, being a little bit careful about how much you eat, Start with the evening meal, you know, the one over which you typically have the most control mm-hmm. um, and generally have the most time, um, you know, then make sure the breakfast is good, you know, and deal with lunch last because that's the one in the middle of the workday and it's probably the easiest one to, to, uh, to you know, buy something quick. Um, but, but I think it's just a, it's a willpower stepwise process. Um, and the good thing is that the feedback comes pretty quick. You know, it's not... It, you don't have to dedicate yourself for 12 months before you see the benefits. I mean, you honestly see the benefits, you know, within a few days. Um, I mean, I, one thing I will say, if you're a smoker, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's just a given. Um, and probably the people listening to this broadcast, that's not going to be an issue. But it's certainly something that I always start my presentations with when I talk about this publicly. If you're a smoker, you, you need to stop. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's not negotiable. Um, but after that, just, you know, start taking the steps in the right direction and, um, you know, keep it simple. Make sure it fits in with your lifestyle. Make sure that, that your lifestyle grows out of your active um, intent rather than trying to re-engineer a lifestyle Around it because chances are you won't be able to maintain it if you do that.
1: Right and I think you say too once you start exercising it'll start to you'll you'll start to crave it and you'll get, you'll Absolutely. really enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And any other suggestions nutritionally to reduce mental and physical fatigue?
0: Well, you know wh- one of the things that I have observed over the last I guess decade is is a, a great reliance by many people on um, uh, on on stimulants. Um, you know I think, I think that's fine if you really need them. Um, you know, I personally quite like a coffee in the morning. I do find that it wakes my brain up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe I'm dependent on it because I can get along perfectly well without it. Um, fundamentally, again, being you know healthy, getting plenty of sleep, yeah. getting your seven or eight hours a night, which a lot of people don't, um, being properly hydrated, however you do that, um, all of those things will will certainly do much more solid and fundamental things for your energy systems than just using stimulants.
1: Excellent. Well, thank you so very much for your time and some great advice. And we really appreciate your knowledge and look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, get more information on Dr. Bobolick and his website, mrm-usa.com. And we look forward to our next visit. Thanks, Kim.